Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode on your favorite web 3 podcast Inside the Hive with Fizzy. You know who's behind the mic, it's me, Fizzy. And welcome to our big episode 56. So guys, this intro is going to be quite different from the regular ones I get to put out on other episodes because I'm going to take out time to, you know, give a shout out to everyone that has been supportive of Inside the Hive and just give you guys a regular breakdown of how 2023 has gone for us. Now, first of all, I want to give a shout out to the team. You know, we've been at this from early January, putting out episode back to back. You know, every week, no breaks. And it's not been easy. I've had a couple of times where my friends and my family be like, hey, Fizzy, don't you want to take a break? And to me, like, there's nothing like a break in my language. So, <laughs> so yeah, I just want to like, give a shout out to my team. And also, big shout out to guests that have helped on my podcast. Also, to projects as well that has helped on the podcast as well. We wouldn't be here without you guys. And also to projects that I've given back to the community in one way or the other by sharing NFTs, giving out cash prizes, or giving out weekly spots to my amazing community. I also want to tell you guys thank you and uh, we really, really appreciate you. And to the audience as well, to the fans who are always listening to every episode we get to dish out. We have a couple of loyal fans I never thought I could really, really um, meet or I never knew we had loyal fans like that. I also want to give you guys a very big shout out. Thank you for supporting the Hive. Thank you for rallying behind us in any way we get to put out content. And I love you guys. That's from the bottom of my heart. I love you guys. And coming down to the rundown of the year 2023, um, I think we hit our 50 episodes in total. That was a groundbreaking. Uh, um, <laughs> that was groundbreaking for us to be honest. And we also surpassed 1K total plays on our episodes on spotify we're currently around 1.6k we are aiming for 2k before the year runs out and also coming down to total episodes we're aiming for 60 episodes before the year runs out so this is our 56 episode which means we have just four more episodes to go before we smash star records and also to our x spaces on twitter in case you guys don't know we get to host regular weekly x spaces and we get to have projects come speak and you know just interact with the community in a live way this is just a subdivision of the hive podcast and a huge shout out to everyone who's always been online always been streaming and always been participating in that pod and that um express i'm used to the word podcast guys so forgive me <laughs> forgive me so guys i also want to thank you guys and don't forget to give us a five star rating on the spotify app do well to turn on those notifications buttons so you don't get to miss out on any exciting episode we get to dish out on the hive So coming down to today's episode, guys, we're going to be having the CEO of Colony Labs. Now, Colony Labs is a community VC-driven project on the Avalanche ecosystem, and I am super, super bullish on this. I recorded this episode with the CEO, and to be honest, I love what they're building. I love the mentality behind it, and I'm super bullish on the team as well. So this is another way for you to get to know some strong projects on the Avalanche ecosystem. Do well to explore colony labs and don't forget to turn on the notification button after listening to this episode love you all have a great listen hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode on your favorite web 3 podcast inside the hive with fizzy and just like i said guys we're gonna be joined by the ceo of colony labs 
uh, we're going to be taking a deep dive into what they've been doing on the Avalanche ecosystem. And with me, I have the CEO, and it's a really huge pleasure having him joining us on my podcast. How are you today? Hey, Fizzy. Uh, all good. All good. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here and to yeah. discuss uh, all things Colony and, and Avalanche. Nice, sure. nice, nice. But just before we get started, could you do a little bit introduction about yourself and you know how you got into the rabbit hole called crypto? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I have like a, a finance background. Um, I worked at uh, big banks like uh, UBS, Create Agricole in Paris and New York on the asset management, wealth management side. Um, I started crypto early 2000. Yeah, like around 2013, 2014. Um, mainly at the same time as I was studying uh, economics. Um, so, you know, get uh, to deep dive a bit deeper on uh, libertarianism and all this kind of good stuff. And uh, I came as, I came across uh, Bitcoin. And then from there, you know, I, uh, I started my journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I went full-time in the space uh, crypto in early 2017. Wow. Back then, I was building uh, arbitrage bots uh, to, you know, basically make money on the price differences between the all the the different exchanges. Um, and then I started to help few projects uh, here and there for their ICO. Uh, then for STOs, I worked with big corporates that wanted to do something on the I mean, things on the blockchain, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Early 2019, I created, uh, I co-founded like an edge fund uh, with mm-hmm. uh, three other guys. Um, and I worked with them for like three years. So we had like a, a long, long short um, Bitcoin and Ether strategy, yeah. which was fully uh, uh, systematic. Uh, it was directional quant trading. And, um, and then basically early 2021, I reached out to Ava Labs because I really liked what they were, you know, uh, building. Yeah. And I asked them like, how how can I, how can I help? And uh, they they told me like the best way to help is uh, is to build on top of Avalanche. But back then, you know, there was like nothing. I think Pong Pongolin was launched like a few weeks after, mm-hmm. also. And uh, so that was really, you know, like the very beginning of DeFi on uh, on the C chain, and um, and then I really, you know, like with my like edge fund sort of like background, but also I've been in many many communities in in Web three. I wanted to create something a bit in the middle, you know, where we could empower the community with a VC edge fund type of model, where okay. they could invest in deal very very early. Uh, and basically benefit from the growth happening in Web3 from the very start of it. Because, you know, when you've been in the space for for quite some time, it's easy to see that it's only, you know, big VCs. Uh, they invest very early in these uh, crypto deals at very low valuation. And then this this crypto get launched on, uh, on centralized exchange and then centralized exchange is very, very high valuation. The community buys, uh, you know, these at these prices, and the VC basically, you know, exit their liquidity. They use the community as exit liquidity to to sell their position, right? So, mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to, with the team, you know, like uh, to change that a bit and to try to position like a structure where the community could get access and 
invest like a VC in these deals. Um, and that's how we came up with Scholarly and that's basically what we're doing now. Um, so yeah. No, no, that's, that was quite impressive. Like, like you said, you've been in the space for quite a while, you know, since 2013, 14, uh, 2017, like, damn, that's really, really long. And I love the fact that, you know, after being in the space, you felt like there's some kind of way you could give back to the community. And it's totally true. You know, um, VCs mostly use the community as uh, like their exit liquidity. Uh, it's yeah. something really sad to see. And it's kind of like the, discourages most newbies coming into crypto. You know, it feels like it's a chain that's been run. It's all being programmed. There's nothing you can do if you're the small entity. And, and I love what you guys are building at Colony. Now, this question I want to ask you, it's totally out from crypto. It's way, way out from crypto. Uh, it's a question I get to ask every guest that comes on my podcast. Now, so what I want to ask you is this. What really are you most grateful for in life currently right now? Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like outside crypto, it's it's hard to say because uh, basically, you know, it's crypto 24-7. Yeah. Uh, I would say I'm grateful for my wife. Uh, I'm grateful to be able to you know, manage a team uh, yeah. that is dedicated to, to you know, like work and 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 make a change, basically. Um, and since I'm working all the time, that's basically all. All can I say to you? <laughs> yeah. So, so you're married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. How how long have you been married? Because most guys that are into crypto <laughs> that comes to my podcast, most of them are quite single. Uh, I'm surprised you you're married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, everyone has a has a different path, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, crypto. There's like a lot of young people. Yeah, I think uh, people don't realize that you know so much sometimes. But uh, I mean, you just have to go to some events, and you know, it's easy to see that. Uh, yeah, people are very young. Yeah, so. definitely, definitely. Now, glad to like hear your answer. Now, coming down to what Colony is all about, um, you just gave us a brief description about what Colony Labs all about. And I'm really, really excited to like know why, apart from the fact you made mention of you loved words Avalanche were building, why did you decide to build on Avalanche? Why? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So, you know, as I was saying, I, I've been in the space for 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 quite some time now. Okay. And um when I was working with like uh, big firms, uh and I'm I'm talking, you know, like uh listed companies mm-hmm. um back in France. They wanted to build like uh, like solutions on the blockchain to basically have like some sort of like a block consortium blockchain for them to exchange information uh, with partners. Um, and you know, I, I was doing this kind of POC like proof of concept with them. Um, and after after some time, it's always the same conclusion. It was that. They cannot. So basically, on Ethereum, you have the the net what we call network effect. Mm-hmm. So, let's say you want to tokenize buildings in Dubai and trade these tokenized uh, building shares for tokenized building shares in uh, in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. If you if you do that, you're going to have to pay the same gas fee uh, as anyone else on on Ethereum. And this gas gas fee might be crazy high because some people in South Korea are playing CryptoKitties. Yeah, you know, so that that CryptoKitties, you know, late 2017 
the entire uh, Ethereum network was congested because of because of this. So that was pretty fun to watch. Uh, but at the same time, for you know, corporates in 2018, 2019, trying to build in this space, they also take that as a reference that uh, they this can be a liability for their business as well. So, mm-hmm. so that was like a very uh, big problem. And so usually these big corporates they were like, okay, so let's build our own blockchain, and then they understand it's it's very very complex, <laughs> and it kind of it, it kind of you know like uh, is going against the purpose of doing business on the blockchain because if you do business on, blo- on the blockchain you do this because it's decentralized anyone can access the information if it's permissioned you, you can you know restrict the who can actually see this information but you need the participant of the per- permission network to trust the network right you don't want to uh just rely on one party to that can shut down the entire blockchain, you know, uh, within a few minutes if if he wants to do so. It, it has to be distributed somehow. So basically, you know, they were like, okay, so Ethereum is not going to be working for us because of the network effect. And then building our own blockchain is not really like an option because it, it requires very specific skills. And then people will, are not going to trust us uh, with our own network because then okay you can just do business with like a regular database you know you don't need the blockchain so with all that said you know uh if you go through the uh avalanche white paper uh mm-hmm. if you and and know there is more information about the subnets but back then not not not, not that much uh but like subnets is basically blockchain as a service so people can um basically bootstrap their own subnets uh using yeah. the the snowman consensus from uh that has been developed by uh by the avalanche team okay. and um and that efficiently creates like a, a blockchain that you can make permissionless or permission uh you can set like a, you can choose your validator set you can do a lot of you know very cool stuff it's it's highly customizable so mm-hmm. this if you if you think about it is kind of the solution that these big corporates were like uh they were looking for. hoping for yeah exactly so when i saw that i was like okay that's definitely a solution um and i was fortunate enough to understand you know these corporates uh <laughs> issues uh before a lot of people so i was like i think there is a a good future on the on avalanche mm-hmm. and uh and also they can kind of play they can can they can play both sides they can play the institutional side you know, to enable people to bootstrap their subnets or their, their own blockchain and so on. And at the same time, they can also foster DeFi innovation on the C chain. Um, so it's kind of the best of both worlds, uh, I would say. Uh, so that's why, you know, for Colony, it was a... Uh, when we chose like a, a blockchain to build on top of, you know, Avalanche was like really a no-brainer for us. Nice, nice. But looking back, do you guys feel like you guys made the great decision choosing to build on Avalanche? Oh yes, oh yes, for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in contact with so many builders um, on other chains. You know, like uh, one guy, he was like running a, a NFT collection on uh, more more than that. It was like a GameFi project, and he had like a NFT collection mm-hmm. when he decided to go live with the minting process. Mm. At the same time, Solana went down, 
and it completely destroys, you know, like the his minting campaign and everything. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it, it it was bad luck, but you know, like on Avalanche, we don't have you know this sort of issues, so pretty happy about it. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys are listening to this, like on Avalanche, there's not there's not been like a system down or any kind of problem whereby the whole ecosystem is just shut down, like Solana. I'm not trying to throw shades at Solana, but because I have a couple of friends that are building there, I have a couple of yeah, um, me too. Uh, projects yeah, as well. Sure. But coming down to your team, Colony Labs, how many how many guys are on your team right now? Um, so we were up to 20 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically, you know, moving depending on our needs. Um, so we had a, a huge, you know, development effort. So we onboarded a lot of engineers. Um, no, everything has been uh, mostly built. Um, and so we, we scaled that part uh, down a bit. Okay. So so right now I would say about 12, 12 people, something like this. And it's fairly distributed across the, the world. So we have people in the US, people in Europe. Um, and yeah, yeah, mostly in Europe. So we have uh, people in France, Poland, um then we have also people in uh, in turkey um and yeah in other places we have people in india as well myself i'm based in dubai so yeah okay well but why you guys don't have some kind of like anybody from africa on your team no no why 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 why? yeah that's a good question that's a good question maybe maybe we're going to expand you know in africa and at at some point It, it basically we don't like there is, I think, just the, the the time zone that is, you know, fairly important. Uh, and Africa is on, you know, relatively the same time time zone as uh, as Europe. So, so yeah, if we have some people applying, you know, in one of our upcoming uh, uh, job, uh, you know, if they're from Africa, we'll welcome them for sure. If they have the the, the skills, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so you guys actually have plans on hiring in the coming future, in coming months, or what? Um, yes, we, we plan to expand a bit in the coming months. Um, I, th- I, I don't think so. I think, uh, more like mid next year. Um, it's basically going to depend, you know, on like the, the market as well. So we've been very cautious on, with our runway and so on. So we want to make sure we see, uh, the next bull run. Yeah. Um, so we, we don't want to burn all the cash during the, the bear market. And, um, mm. I've been there before. And usually, you know, like uh, it's it's not worth spending a lot in, in the bear market uh, because just like good marketing content, good partnership announcement during the bull market, you know, it, it's uh, like few weeks of work. It's equal to, you know, many months of, of work in the bear market. So I, I, get, I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. That's totally true. You know, you're trying to like minimize cuts, all the necessary expenses, trying to preserve it for the right time when you guys are going to implement it. So if anyone here is listening and you feel you have the right skills, um, just stay tuned, follow up on Colony Labs, midtime next year. Probably they could be hiring and you could give yourself a shot in getting into one of those top driven, community driven VC initiative on Avalanche. Now, let's circle back to uh the fundraising wave guy where where the whole magic happened you guys actually raised 21 million dollars and that was a very huge significant milestone for you guys 
can you share how the whole journey got started? And let's know who are the key contributors to um this success of Colony Labs. Yeah, yeah. So you mean like our own fundraising journey, like uh, how we fundraise for Colony? Yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we raised twenty one million back in um, late two thousand and twenty one. Uh, so it was one million seed, uh, seventeen point five million private sale, and two point five million public sale. Um, so for the seed round, it was uh, mostly um, Avalanche ecosystem uh, partners, uh, like Yieldiag, for example. Uh, we had Eva Labs as well in the round. Uh, so the people building Avalanche, um, and then for the private sale. We had um, a lot of VCs, uh, but also we wanted to open the door to, you know, welcome the community um, because it was important for us to also say, hey, uh, we're going to build the tools for the community to invest early. So we should start by ourselves as well, you know, and and welcome the community in our, in our early cap table. Um, and then the 2.5 million raised in the public sale um was through Eva Launch, which is which is a launchpad on uh, mm. on Avalanche and we are very good friends with them. And uh, and the 0 0.5 was uh, through MEXE. Um and so basically if you look at this total amount um you have 16 million for colony treasury. So that's basically a pool of capital that we try to deploy in the Avalanche ecosystem in the most efficient uh ways. Yeah. Um, and and the created value from that capital is rerouted back to uh, Colonies community through our token CLY. So people can buy CLY, they stake it, and then uh, they get uh, the distribution of the created value of the treasury uh, through their stake uh, CLY. And uh, the rest was like the 5 million um, was to bootstrap the team, uh, pay for all the operating uh, expenses, you know, like exchange listing, um, team salaries, audit reports, um, everything. So, 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 so are you saying like the team were actually paid ahead of time? Uh, they were actually paid salaries ahead of time, or or what? No, no, no. Like, so we raised a we raised some capital, right? And like any other project that is raising capital, usually what they do is. When a project is fundraising, let's say they raise, uh, I don't know, like six, seven million. This is used to uh, pay the team expenses to basically build products that will create value for their community, right? So for us, uh, it was the same thing, uh, but we raised like a, a lot of money, but only like uh, the five million was used to uh, basically pay for the team expenses and so on. Um, so that is still, you know, we still have a, a a part of this, and it's it's paying, you know, monthly expenses and so on. Uh, but it's very different. Just for people to understand, this is very different from the sixteen million, which is currently treasury, mm. and on that the team the team cannot touch it, right? It's okay. really to, uh, it's really set to create value within the avalanche ecosystem. So initially, the plan was to create an index. Um, and invest capital in that index. So 
we did that. It's called CHI, uh, standing for Colony Avalanche Index. Um, so basically, it enables people to buy just one token and have access to the entire uh, growth happening on the Avalanche ecosystem. So as of now, there is only three tokens there. There is AVAX, SAVAX, and Joe. Uh, but as the liquidity is going to grow on the, on Avalanche, um, we will have um, more token uh, available uh, on Kai. So we have like uh, I don't want to, do, to get into too too much uh, details, but we have like a, um, a two million liquidity threshold. So an asset that is uh, trading on Avalanche needs to have at least $2 million liquidity pool. Um, and this is very important because when you take the Colony Avalanche Index, mm-hmm. um, we want to have protocol integrations. And so for this protocol integration to work, they're always looking at the weakest uh, link. So the weakest link will be the asset within the index that has the less liquidity. So by having this liquidity threshold, we make sure that uh, Kai can grow and also uh, Kai can be integrated in, you know, like uh, leveraging protocols and so on. And for that, they need to be able to liquidate uh, the underlying assets fairly quickly. Well, no, so okay. that's yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was a that was a longer a long <laughs> answer. And um, so yeah, we have like the index. That's that's one way we deploy capital. Then we have also. Um, a Vidator program. Uh, I think we're going to talk a bit more about that later. But it's yes. basically us, like the 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 treasury, buying AVAX, staking this AVAX, getting the yield from the staking contract of AVAX, um, and redistributing the the AVAX to colony staking contract, so to people staking straight away. And lastly, uh, the other, you know, key. Um, very important thing that we do is that we invested in in early stage projects. We invested in like more than twenty projects also, and we invest there early in seed rounds. And then when they go live, we claim on the vesting project uh, vesting contract of these projects, and then we airdrop the allocation that we get to um, people staking CLY. Um, so at the end of the day, you have like a, a lot of rewards if you stake CLY. You have uh, the index part of the index fees that we take on Kai, so you get free Kai token. You get yield from Avax, so you get Avax tokens as well. Okay. Um, you get uh, new projects uh, that that are launching on Avalanche because we invested in them, so that's free token that are you know promising. And um, so that's what you know we built. So all of that is live already and is accessible. And then I think we will we'll talk later uh, about what comes next for for Colony, which is basically an entire fundraising feature, and mm. more incentive will, will come out of that. Nice, nice. Now uh, I I'm sorry to like draw you back a little bit, and uh, it's not me really trying to trivialize that to you guys, but you earlier stated that. You guys um, took $5 million for the team. Now, what I want to just be cleared on is, is it like the $5 million is going to be like, let's say for a certain amount of years or a certain amount of months, or it's just like a one-time payment whereby you guys just pay yourself? Like, is it not too much? Well, 
yeah, I mean, $5 million is a lot of money. That's for sure. Um, but if you think about it, um, when you have 20 people on board, okay? So depending on how you pay these people, but you know, like uh, blockchain engineers, it, it's not the the lowest salary that you will find out there. Um, then you have also, you know, the a full marketing team to pay. Mm-hmm. You have business development. You have all the people that are reviewing the deals that we are investing in and so on. So when we launched, it was like around 20 people, right? Yeah. So that's, you know, if if you look at uh, all these all these people's salary, if you sum it up, that's amount to like a certain amount, right? At the end of every year. On top of that, you have exchange listing. So we've been very cautious on this, but for example, you know, back in the in the bull run, to get a like a a listing on a KuCoin was half a million dollar, mm. right? So that's already ten percent of your of your five million, for example. You know, so just to you know get some perspectives on things. Um, if you are doing audit reports, um, you know, as of now, Colony, we spent like hundred thousands of dollars in audit costs. Um, and a lot of protocols there, it's, if your protocol is complex, you know, paying like 300, 400, $500,000 just Mm -hmm. in audit reports is kind of, you know, normal because you want users to be safe. So depending on what you do and how complicated, you know, the, how the things that you are building, you know, just right there, you have already 20%. Uh, if you've got like audit plus um, exchange listing and so on, you can already be like uh, 20% of what you raise, you know, and then you just take uh, team salary and so on. And you don't want your team to be building for like two years, right? You want to have maybe three, four, five years of runway. Um, and yeah, so that's you know a lot of money, but it it's spread out for like many years. And if you compare it to like uh, the regular, you know, like equity business models, mm-hmm. usually they do like a you know like a seed round. Okay, you raise like five hundred k, and then you do like Series A, you raise I don't know one two million, and as your business grow, you're able to um, also raise more capital. In in crypto, it's not really possible because as soon as your token is, uh, you know, listed on exchanges, you cannot really. Um, you cannot act for funds you, again. You, you cannot, yeah, you cannot really try to, to raise funds <laughs> again because people will be like, "Yeah, you know, you're building a cool stuff, but I'm just going to buy your token on <laughs> on Trader Joe or on Uniswap." You know, so it's yeah. it's not really working. Okay, okay, I get, I get where you're coming from. That's totally true. Like, if I was a consumer as well, I was, I was a user as well, and you know, let's say a token is already listed on some top exchanges like Binance, Qcoin, you know, Max, and all, and you try to ask for funds, you know, I'd be like, well, are you trying to scam me? You know, in crypto, we only think people that actually need funds are just the startups. And thanks for letting me know and you know, shedding more lights on that. Uh, I really, really appreciate that. Now, yeah, for sure. I mean, I I know it's uh. I mean, for us, it's normal, but I know for some people, it's it's kind of, uh, you know, they, they always ask themselves, yeah, why so much money? But uh, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, the crypto space is, 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 is kind of, it acts in a weird way. I wouldn't like, we see lots of money flying up here and there, you know, the rugs, 
think for instance right now kaiba swap was exploited and it was was it almost 200 million dollars plus that was exploited and that's huge amount of money that's like wife changing money man i'll be honest with you guys yeah now let's come down to colony labs mission um in the crypto space how does it actually align with the principles of decentralization yeah good question so you know like um if you look at colony basically currently we have mm. about 7000 people in our community uh, that are staking seal away yeah um and that's you know it's very verifiable info everything is on the blockchain so on this um it means that when we uh, want to do like a deal with like a early stage project and we want to invest in in this project they know that they want to get access to 7000 people okay. um so in that sense it's not like any other vcs right because when you get like funding from one vc it's one i mean behind behind the vc you have many several lps which is which are the investors in the vc but you have very few people taking decision maybe one two or three max so when they invest in in your project let's say they invest you know 300k um when your project go live and and, and you, you you're trading these guys will have like a large part of the supply in their end right so if this decide to sell that will equals to a lot of uh, selling pressure in in the token and if they decide to sell everything at once well you know uh you you can't do anything really about it and, and that's like uh that's like concentration risk um so what we do with colony is that and what we did is you know we enable all these mm -hmm. community members to access these deals through through colony staking contract okay so it's like seven thousand people um getting access to these tokens so for the project owner it's like i don't have like you know five vcs on my cap table i have maybe four plus colony which is which is equal to seven thousand, you know, and and seven thousand community members and, and and investors active on the Avalanche ecosystem, plus mm -hmm. three VC, <laughs> you know. So in terms of decentralization, this is very very efficient. Um, so that's what we do, and um, we're going to launch very soon the new early stage feature, and that will really enable the community to invest directly in this project at a very very early stage. Mm. Um, which is different than a launchpad, right? Because a launchpad, you you invest in a in a token right before it goes uh, publicly tra traded in in Uniswap or Trader Joe. Okay. So you are the last one to invest in the project, so the valuation is already high, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Colony, we we want to, and we are specializing in seed deals. So you invest very very early. At very low valuation, mm. which means that if the project is successful, mm. you can have like uh, the the best return possible on on your investment, mm -hmm. and you basically can access the growth happening in Web three, you know, from from the very start of it. Mm. That's uh, that's basically what uh, what we do, and you know, I think the decentralization aspect here is pretty clear. Nice, nice. You you just made mention about the early stage program, and that was like my next question I was about asking you. You know, I wanted you to like that's a very very innovative uh um style. Like I've not really seen it anywhere. Like you said, it's different from you 
um buying it like through a launch pad. You're the last person who is buying. And just like you said as well, the valuation has actually gone higher. Now, I love the fact that it opens up investment uh, opportunities to the community in early phases. But what really is the criteria to getting into um, something like this? You made mention about you staking um, um, CLY token. And is there like a minimum or, you know, some kind of maximum kind of stuff, you know, for you to like be able to access this feature with what you guys are doing? Yeah, that's a good question. So, you know, like with Colony, the idea was always to be as inclusive as possible. Nice. And and obviously that comes with a lot of challenges because usually you have like um, what we call pledge deals. Okay. And so a, a pledge deals, it's basically, you know, people coming together to invest in a project. So it's not like a VC fund per se, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay, you have a network of people, you know, that is a, a bit wealthy and you know that there is this project fundraising. It's a good project. They are asking for a minimum $200,000. Mm-hmm. You don't have that yourself, but maybe with your friends, you can raise that capital, right? So that that's the pledge deal. And by design, this is very exclusive, right? You can access the pledge deal only if you have, maybe in this one, they will want to have maybe five to 10 people max. So meaning that you have to invest at least um, $20,000, right? So this is not for everybody. And pledge deals have been around for the longest time possible in crypto. Um, And what we wanted to do is something like this, but super inclusive. So no minimum amount, you just, we just gate the system by the fact that people need to stake CLY, right? So you just buy CLY, you stake it, and then you can invest your capital in this project that will be showcased in the Colony app. Okay. Obviously, the the more CLY you have, the more you uh, you can commit your own capital in these deals. But... We want to be very fair and to enable anyone to 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 contribute. Um, so we have like a, what we call a anti-well mechanism mm-hmm. that is uh, computed on chain, which basically um, enable anyone to contribute in a deal. And the people that stake like a lot a lot of CLY, of course, they will have like a bigger allocation, but it's not going to be. Um, it's it's not going to be like a linear uh, sort of curve, you know. So like it means, how can I phrase this? <laughs> so it's more logarithmic in a sense that if you have like a lot of CLY stacked, you'll be able to commit like a lot of USDC, yeah. but not as much as uh, as you could if you were um, a, a low. Uh, CLY stacker in terms of, of quantity. So it means that, let's say, for example, I'll take an example, it's going to be easier. Let's say you have 10 CLY staked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe you will be able to commit 10 USDC. Okay, this is just like an, an example. Yeah, yeah. If you have 100 CLY stacked, maybe you'll be able to commit 90 USDC. And if you have, uh, you know, uh, a thousand CLY stack, maybe you'll be able to commit 800 uh, USDC. Okay. Okay. So, so, so you know, it, it, it um, the marginal um, USDC commitment is um, is 
basically decreasing over time. Okay. Okay. With, yeah. Okay. I love that. Love I that. If that was super clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it, super clear. Like you know, it gives me more. I because I I felt like maybe there's gonna be some kind of limit. Like let's say you have to stake, um, let's say five hundred CLY for you to be able to commit. And I love the fact that you guys are living quite exclusive to everyone. So if you're listening to this, this is just one of the benefits of staking your CLY. And this is also one of the benefits of having CLY amongst your token. Now, guys, we'll be going on a short break. And when we'll be coming right back, I'm going to be asking him lots of questions. You know, they've provided liquidity. And, you know, they also have the concept about liquid vesting, which is quite new to me. And I'm really, really excited to, like, learn. We're also going to be talking about colony labs, tokenomics. And we all know tokenomics is a very, very crucial thing. And he's going to be sharing his update and everything about that. So, don't go nowhere, guys. We'll be right back just after this short break. Do you list your NFTs and just wait idly for them to sell? Or grind for your points and hope you get a worthwhile reward at the end? Why wait needlessly? Introducing Salvor, the future of NFT trading on Avalanche. Discover a new world of NFTs on Salvor, the community-driven marketplace on Avalanche. Earn real-time rewards in art tokens just by participating. Get art rewards instantly for minting, buying, and selling NFTs. Earn crypto rewards real-time by placing buy or sell orders. You get rewards even if your orders aren't filled. Stake your art to earn AVAX rewards based on your Salvor power. The more you contribute, the more you earn. Salvor also distributes AVAX rewards for staking the Salvor's NFTs. Salvor has everything you need to thrive. At Salvor, we listen to our community. Your feedback drives our roadmap. Join our vibrant community and shape the future of NFTs on Avalanche. Experience the next generation of NFT trading and earn rewards in real time. Check out Salvor today. Salvor. Join innovation. Hello there and welcome back from that short break. And it's been a very exciting and thrilling episode with the CEO of Colony Labs. Sorry, you didn't get to say your name like earlier on when we started. My name? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my name is uh, Eli uh, Lorest. It's, uh, it's a French name. Oh, nice. So, guys, we've done a deep, uh, you know, surface which um scratch on Colony Labs. You know, touch more about the fundraising, touch more about the um early stage program and also why they choose to build an avalanche also talking more about their you know how colony labs mission um aligns with the principle of decentralization and it's been a very exciting one now we'll be wrapping up this episode very very quick and and like let's say 30 minutes so you guys should sit back and have some fun now i want to ask what really has been the obstacles um building colony labs um on avalanche and also in terms of like community building as well what has been the challenges? That's a very good question. Um, I, I think, you know, what is challenging when you have like a community is that th there's like many, many people inside from different backgrounds, different understanding of, you know, like uh, financial aspects and so on. Yeah. So we, we try to do some uh, some education. And I think a lot of people also 
are here for this. Um, so we try to to provide that. Um, one one of the I would say you know big challenges is that in crypto a lot of people are you know kind of looking to like the very very short term, um, and for a project like Colony it doesn't really work if you are like a like too short ter- short term, um, because you know when you're doing like VC investments, uh, you need to understand you know why these projects that you are investing in are going mm-hmm. to bring su- substantial value for the long term in mm-hmm. that particular ecosystem or so. So, you know, I think we attract more people that are like this like mid long term sort of vision. Uh, but still, you know, we, we still have some community members. Sometimes they're, I think they um, they they view things more on the on the short term side, uh, which can be you know sometimes detrimental. Um, and so you know a lot of education, I would say, um, for example, early two thousand and twenty two, um, we say to the community that we were not going to purchase uh, Avax because. We were foreseeing, you know, uh, uh, substantial downside risk um, on the on the crypto market overall and on Avalanche as well, and so we remained. Uh, we kept the most of the treasury in cash, so in USDC. Uh, so back then, you know, a lot of community members were not happy about this, um, but. You know, we stand our ground and we explain that we were here for the for the long term, um, and that is pot- potentially the best uh, the best thing to do. So a lot of community members at that point, early two thousand twenty two, didn't you know quite like that. Uh, but I think as the market, you know, like uh, uh, unfortunately, you know, we were we were right on this, and so when the market went down, a lot of people you know understood that the team had some valuable insights. And that it made sense to 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 preserve the the treasury. Uh, so yeah. since that day, you know, we I think have attracted and a lot of people with long term vision stayed in colony staking contract. And um, and I think a lot of our community because we've been like for 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 more than two years now, right? I mean, like almost two years we've been building for more than two years, but the token is like for for two years in in a week from now. Okay. So, so, so basically, you know, it's like, uh, I think the main challenge is this, you know, being able to communicate this long-term vision to, to the community. And, um, you know, we've been DCAing AVAX. So we bought 500,000 AVAX, um, during the bear market with like a DCA approach. Um, and now that the market is picking up a bit, you know, like the community understood also that was the, the right move and we cannot, you know, time the market. So entering the market like this was um, also the, the you know the way to go, and um, and uh, and yeah. So that's I think good. that that's one of the main challenges, and you know we still have that challenge today. Don't get me wrong; like uh, yeah. new people are joining, and even people that were here from the from the start, sometimes they don't understand why you know we should uh, promote growth. Why you know we put this sort of fee mechanism and not another one and so on but yeah yeah it's it, yeah that's 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 totally true like i i love the fact you said like lots of people from different you know different space different country are joining and it's 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 not easy 
to handle uh, a large community like that. And also, when you were being, when you were mentioning your gratefulness, you made mention about you being able to handle teams, your team, and that's also one of those things I feel like, yeah, it's not an easy task to try to like bring everybody into, let's say, um, a, 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 a how would I put it? A state of harmony, working together in peace and all. And that's that's a top skill that you guys have. Like you have, sorry, not you guys, you have. Okay. Now, um, you, you made mention about you guys uh buying or you guys staying holding your grants under buying um Avalanche at that point in time. That was earlier this year. And Colony Labs made a groundbreaking announcement about whereby you guys said you've accumulated um over 500,000 um AVAX token. And could you like provide more insights? Uh, because I read in the post on, on X where you guys said you guys are going to use it and start up a validator program. And from the validator program, the rewards there are going to be given back to stakeholders of Colony. And what more? One more or what are other insights you would love to throw about that? Yeah, so basically the, the cool thing with the Violator program is it, it really creates a, um, a recurrent revenue stream for people staking COI um, because we distribute uh, the staking rewards from that node mm-hmm. um, to people staking COI. So if you stake CLY, you're basically getting free AVAX every second, right? So it's it's fairly simple. Uh, over the course of, I, th- I think it's like one year, the staking contract of Colony is getting about 16,000 AVAX. Wow. Um, so that's that's a lot. And, um, and that kind of creates also a very cool arbitrage mechanism if you think about it because um let's say if the price of CLY is going down like you know it's going down by a lot you will make more AVAX by staking CLY than you will by staking AVAX itself mm. which is you know pretty cool so uh, it means that if the avalanche ecosystem is successful if AVAX is, you know, successful, and if you believe in the future of, you know, uh, the Avalanche ecosystem and, and and the growth of uh, of AVAX, then obviously you have to believe in in CLY as well because you will get AVAX uh, distributed to you by sticking CLY, you know, every year, uh, all the time. So that's uh, that that's really powerful, and that really also set like a base price for CLY. Um, compared to the price of AVAX. So we anticipate that if AVAX is going up, CLY will have to go up as well, even if there is like selling pressure on it, just because it's paying a yield in AVAX. And so if the, the price of CLY is not following as much the price of AVAX on the, when, when it's going up in mm-hmm. the next bull run, uh, then people would just buy CLY because you're getting more AVAX by yeah. buying CLY than you get by buying AVAX, you know? Um, so that's, you know, really, really nice. And that's just like, you know, setting up like a base price for CLY. Then on top of that, if you think about it, you have other rewards. If you stake CLY, you're also getting the fees, uh, part of the fees on the Kai index, which is, as I said earlier in, in our podcast, um, made of Kai index is made of AVAX, SAVAX and the Joe token as well. So if this token 
are growing in, in value and people are, you know, buying and selling Kai, colonies making fees out of this. And we distribute these fees in terms of Kai to people uh, staking CLY. So you're basically getting free EVAX, free uh, Kai token, and also you're getting free um, airdrops from the project that are fundraising through Colony, um, which is very powerful because just by staking one token, and that's what we wanted to create with Colony, you know, you just stake one token and you access the growth happening on Avalanche nice. from, you know, getting AVAX, from getting, you know, the, the, the largest uh, Avalanche index, um, and also by, you know, getting all of that for free, by the way, you just have to stake CLY, uh, getting all the promising projects raising capital on, uh, on Avalanche as well. So for example, you know, like in the past, um, you know, like Platypus was really, really successful on Avalanche. Yeah. Um, so people staking, people staking CLY, they got like a lot of free uh, PTP mm. for, you know, two years now. Um, same thing with Dexalot. You know, we were one of the biggest investor in Dexalot, um, which was the, the first, you know, like subnet, like DeFi subnet on Avalanche. Um, so we have a strong relationship with like all the protocols on Avalanche. We have a strong relationship with Ava Labs itself. So, you know, we are well positioned to make sure uh, we can capitalize on the growth happening in the ecosystem. And the entire idea is also to, you know, uh, get that growth to our staking contract and really enable the community to not just watch the ecosystem growing, but, you know, also, participate from the from yeah, the very beginning of it. Yeah, an active participant in the ecosystem. Now, to, sorry to like caught you short. Um, I wanted to ask, have you guys gotten any kind of grants from the Ava Labs team, apart from the fact that they participated in your fundraising again? Uh, no grants, yeah. Only they they participate in the, in the seed round. Okay. Okay. Now coming down to you guys providing liquidity and you know you guys um getting airdrops, airdrop tokens from um projects you collaborated with. I want to know like how has the community what's what has been the community feedback? You know, are they happy? Do they love this kind of sticking uh, this kind of mechanism? Or are they like, no, 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 stop this, stop this, stop that, or what? What's the community <laughs> feedback towards that? That's a good question. I think it it really depends on who you ask, right? So overall, I think if people are not happy, they, mm -hmm. they can just unstake and leave the protocol, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it has been challenging because we've invested in a lot of projects, which was the bear market. So a lot of this, you know, uh, valuation came down. Um, some projects even died, you know? And, uh, and we were distributing these airdrops. So as, as you're going through the, through the bear market, these airdrops were worth in dollar value less and less because okay. you know every every token on avalanche got divided by 10 at least so because you know it's simple like all the liquidity it's bootstrapped against avax so if if there is no buying or selling pressure on a specific token if avax is divided by 10 these tokens are going to be divided by 10 as well but if there is selling pressure on this token they're going to get even more discounted compared to the avax price right so I think it has been challenging because people, I think, didn't really realize that. And uh, they were complaining about the fact that the airdrops were, you know, uh, pretty low in, in dollar value. Mm -hmm. um, 
but I think you know in in the in the in the bull run it will be the opposite. Like the the airdrops are going to be, you know, like substantial, uh, and which will lead to the CY price, you know, uh, be up. you know going up, being being stronger, because the APY on the staking contract will also be stronger. So, you know, people that want to complain, they will always be able to come to 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 complain, you know, and 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 that's fine. And we we take this complaint and we try to make the system work a bit better. Uh, but I will say, you know, right now, most of the community um, is really happy about what we are building. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a lot of people have been staking away for a long time now. Um, so, so yeah, I think, uh, you know, it also shows on our, on our Twitter and, you know, like people are, you know, very engaging with everything that we do. Um, if you go on our Telegram channel, you know, people are really, really active, uh, and they've been active through, through the bear market as well. Um, and sometimes it's, it's not just like, uh, when moon, when airdrop, you know, it's not like discussion like this, right? It's more like, uh, in depth, you know, like, uh, what do you think about what the fed is doing now? How, how it's going to impact crypto? Um, what do you think about, you know, um, the current interest rates, uh, you know, like really good questions I, I think and a lot of people are trying to learn and um and a lot of people are here to help as well so yep love that yeah, so yeah that, that that that's a positive feedback from the community towards you guys are building now just before we went on this short break i made mention about who we're going to like you were going to explain the concept of liquid vesting which which is something new because to be honest i've no i don't think i've seen about or heard it from any protocol in defi I don't know if I'm wrong though, but I'm always open with what I know and what I don't know. And this is actually groundbreaking because I would love to know how this tends to like offer early investors the chance of trading their locked tokens. And you know, how does it how does this tech work? How does it work? Yeah, that's a good question. So so the liquid vesting, it's basically a solution that colony created to make sure people uh you know colony stakers are able to participate in seed deals mm-hmm. uh like like venture capital firms uh you know they participate in a lot of seed deals in in, in crypto space but the only difference between a vc and a crypto you know like community member is that they might not be able to lock that capital for like a very long term a VC, you know, can lock his investment for five up to eight years, no problem. You know, it, it's it's part of their investment thesis, thesis, and and they this is how they operate, so it's not a problem. Uh, and that's also why you know on on these seed uh, rounds you have usually long vesting schedule, so you really get back your full investment in terms mm-hmm. of the the token that you purchased over the course sometimes of uh, a year, two year, three years. Um, and so what we wanted to build with for colony is a way for, um, the crypto community guy to be able to have access to the same deal as the, the VCs, but to be able to have a liquidity on his, uh, his, uh, his investment. So for this, the idea is that he should be able to sell, um, his uh, his seed purchase basically and it's it's 
usually it's not possible, you know, because there is like yeah. the vesting schedule on the vesting contract and everything. So it, th these tokens are locked and you cannot access them. Mm. So what we created is um, a platform and a decentralized exchange. And th the platform is basically enabling people to um, claim on the vesting contract with another token. So we basically give them a token and that token gives them the right to claim on the vesting contracts. Okay. So it means that this new token that we gave them that represent the investment that they made in, in the seed deal, mm -hmm. they can also exchange that token for AVAX. Which means that if they sell that token for AVAX, they get the liquidity back. Okay. And other people can now purchase the right to claim on these vesting contracts. Right? So it creates... Uh, an opportunity to e efficiently trade locked token from seed deals uh, even before the token is live on the on the market mm -hmm. so in traditional finance this this sort of like um, things it's called like the gray market people call that as well uh, OTC dark pools yeah um, so it's a way for people to exchange um, assets that are not uh traded live on the you know on, on the nice for example on the on the new york stock exchange and they they can trade that um between them um so for example um if you take like uh like i don't know if you take like uber you know uh back in the days it was not listed so people were like that's that's a high valuation how how can I access Uber? You were not able to access Uber unless if you were like a, a big investor. Uh, so you were purchasing Chase, uh, purchasing shares of Ubers. And when Uber is getting listed on the New York Stock Exchange, then you can trade uh, your shares, right? And, and potentially make a profit. Mm -hmm. um, so with Colony, what we created is the capacity for the community to basically trade with the, with, uh, within you know, the community. Uh, the all these lock token, um, and they can trade that on top of a you know Uni V two AMM, which is basically a decentralized exchange, mm -hmm. um, fairly easily. So that that, that that's a pretty complex uh, uh, feature in itself. So I, I tried to explain it uh, uh, very um, simply, but that's basically what it enables people to do. And we built like a lot of incentives for people to trade these uh, lock tokens. Uh, so there will be like a, a farm. So the, the APY on this uh, on this token are going to be pretty high initially. Um, and um, and yeah, I, basically if people want to know more about this, we have a YouTube channel, it's called Colony Lab. Uh, you go there and we explain everything. And there is like, a, you can see on the on our app how it's working exactly. Um, okay. So yeah. Thanks, thanks. Thanks for making that quite interesting. And when you made mention about OTC deals, I think I've seen it in crypto. And it mostly happens or is popular when there's, let's say, an airdrop. 
Um, you know, you see people saying they want to buy your tokens before the airdrops are trading live. You get to see like OTD, OTC deals, sorry. I'll be like, oh, it's selling at this price and people are really, really excited and be like, okay, so if the OTC deals could sell at, let's say, $2, when they get to airdrop this token, I, I feel it's going to be like around $3 or something more because for people to buy a token where they don't really know the actual what, it feels there's going to be more when it goes live. And I'll, I'll check out the YouTube channel as well. And I think you guys should check it out if you want to have a proper way or understanding of what liquid vesting really is all about. Now, sorry, guys. Now, coming down to um, let's talk about your tokenomics. And we all know like tokenomics is a crucial aspect of any decentralized ecosystem. Now, could you like provide an insight into CLY tokenomics, especially regarding the staking mechanism and the incentives most people get to uh, are rewarded with when they get to like stake and you know um, do lots of stuff like how does it hold how does it work what's the tokenomics of CLY yeah for sure so you know just to start with on the tokenomics side um, if you look at the distribution uh, and the vesting schedule maybe first so mm -hmm. distribution uh, I would say around 70 to 75 percent of the tokens are uh, held by you know the community okay um so that's really important because when you look at other projects you know maybe half of it is owned by the team or something um so this is the you know the community part all of that is fully uh unlocked right so it's it, it's you know traded um the team has 10 percent, and this is locked so we don't the team has no access to their CLY for how now. Many, how many years? How, how many years is it locked? So since TGE, so since the 8th of December 2021, uh, the team had like a three-year vesting with two-year cliff. So okay. bas basically the team token are going to start to unlock next month uh, for, for in a linear way for a full year. Um, and and after that, you know, like the all the all the calling token will be uh, on the market, um, which means that most of the selling pressure is behind us because the VCs that wanted to go out of colony uh, had the chance to go out of colony already. Uh, so that's the the, the positive uh, uh, news, um, and it's you know fairly well distributed now. Of course, there is still a few wells here and there, but like in any crypto projects, uh, and a lot of people have been accumulating CLY through the, the bear markets as well. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's roughly the state of it. And in terms of the the vesting, um, I would say it's yeah ninety percent, ninety percent of the token are unlocked. Now, in terms of the benefits and utility of CLY um, we really wanted to create like a, an entire ecosystem so it's fairly simple when you buy CLY you can go on colony app okay. and on our app and our, on our sorry on our application you can then uh, stake your CLY when you stake your CLY you are accessing many things right so you get the free AVAX the free Kai the free airdrops that we're distributing to the to the to the people staking CLY. So you have like a lot of uh, different revenue stream. Um, so that's one thing. 
uh, that we call sort of like passive income, if you yeah. like. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to do, you know, you, you don't have to do anything. You just take your CLY and you will receive a lot of rewards from the Avalanche ecosystem. Then if you want to be active, there is, we also are building things for, for active community members. So all the CLY that you are staking, you will get N token. So one CLY equal 100 N token. So these end token, um, you can then allocate them in in um, in deals that you want to invest in personally. So the more end token you commit to a deal, the more USDC you will be able to commit to that deal. Okay. Um, so that's you know fairly simple, um, and the the cool thing about it is you know with this new token. Uh, that is a, a reflection of your CLY that are stacked. We can create like an entire new ecosystem of products, uh, gated, and you know very like uh, specific products that are made for people that have end tokens. Um, so I cannot share too much on this, because otherwise I will be leaking alpha. But <laughs> we are we are also building you know other products and only accessible. Uh, to to people staking uh, their end token in these specific products potentially, so so yeah, and basically the fundraising feature it's it's one of them. Okay. So the more end you stake to like a specific project, the more you'll be able to invest USDC. And when we release the new platform um, very soon, people will be able to see all the projects currently trying to fundraise on Avalanche. They will see that in the deal flow section of early stage and they will be like, okay, uh, I like DeFi. I don't like GameFi, for example. So I'm going to invest in DeFi projects. If you like everything, you can invest in everything. Um, if you like only GameFi, you can invest only in GameFi. Um, and then these projects will go through the fundraising journey. So if there is enough community uh, interest, uh, then they will you know, be able to raise capital through Colony. And um, and then it will go you know to the liquid vesting uh, component that we talked earlier, and then the community of Colony will be able to trade these early stage deals on Colony decentralized exchange. And you know we take a fee on this, um, and the fee is also redistributed back to the staking contract, mm. right? So yeah, we're really creating like an entire uh, you know ecosystem, and the only gate. Uh, that you have to to cross is the staking contract, meaning that you have to stake CLY to then be able to access all these opportunities. Nice. And um, and there is a bit for everyone, right? If you just like, if you don't have the time, you just want to get access to all the opportunities on Avalanche and get that yield, you know, passively. You just take CLY, you do nothing. But if you want, if you have time, if you want to be active, if you want to deploy capital in the Avalanche ecosystem, if you want to get like you know, like invest like a VC, basically, then you can also use your end token and uh, that you get from staking CLY and, and to be active and, and earning basically more than just the, the passive income. Wow. Ooh, that was, that, that was, that was, that was my day. But you, you made mention of you don't want to dish out more alpha. Come on, that's that's why you're on the podcast, you know, dish out alphas, <laughs> share alphas to us so we know what to do. But 
I want to ask a question. Uh, this is quite intriguing, to be honest. I know Colony Labs actually uh, provided liquidity to Yeti Finance at some point in time. And then later on, you guys decided to withdraw the liquidity. What really happened behind that decision? Yep. So one thing that I didn't mention through the, through the podcast is liquidity provision. So that's another way Colony is really helping the Avalanche ecosystem. Um, so we want to strike deals with projects that need liquidity for their protocol to work. And Colony came, like Colony can come there and provide liquidity, get special rewards for this, and then airdrop these rewards back to people staking CLY. You know, so that's another way we can also uh, generate value for uh, the Colony community. So in the past, we provided uh, liquidity to uh, many different protocols. Calls. For example, earlier this year, we provided uh, $1 million to Delta Prime, mm. which was crucial for their development because uh, they needed uh, liquidity on the lending side of their protocol to uh, be able to um, uh, enable borrowers to access capital if they wanted to leverage themselves. Um, and so with that initial $1 million liquidity provision, we really kickstarted their, their protocol and uh, and out of that we we had like a special deal, and our community will get like uh, the prime token, um, even before VCs, you know. Uh, so that's uh, that, that that was a very good deal uh, that is creating value uh, for uh, colony community. For Yeti Finance, to answer your question, uh, we provided five million dollar, um, and that was like a huge liquidity provision. Um, compared to colony, uh, you know, treasury size, so we couldn't, you know, uh, take that level of risk for a, a, a long period of time. Mm. Um, and also, we wanted to allocate that capital a bit differently. Okay. Um, and you know, one of the way we allocated that capital is, you know, through the uh, Avalanche DCA uh, that I that I mentioned. Yeah. Um, so. So yeah, and you know we, we try to, you know, provide capital here and be healthy just to make sure the it's it's efficient for the for the protocol and to make sure they have like a good you know start of the journey on the avalanche ecosystem. But mm -hmm. then, you know, the this liquidity provision um, we want to be able to help other builders as well. So that's why we kind of rotating it to other protocols. When we are able to make uh, good deals for our community thank you very much thanks for shedding more light on that because i totally was i was like when i saw when i read the report i was kind of like confused like why did this happen and i said i was going to ask you just to get more clarity about it and we'll be wrapping up this podcast in a couple of minutes and just before i let you go um, I just want to ask, um, what are there any upcoming partnerships or collaborations that Colony Labs is excited about? You guys could let us know. Yeah, yeah. So we have a lot. Uh, we have a lot of partnerships um, that we're very excited about. Uh, some of them will be announced in the in the coming days, actually. Uh, so stay tuned for this. You can you know check our Twitter to stay in touch with everything that we do, and if you want to get some alpha. And uh, more information, the Telegram uh, group is probably the the best way to go. Okay. Um, 
basically in, in, in the partnership side, we try to, you know, make partnership with people that can grow colonies community, mm -hmm. uh, people that have like the same sort of like vision and ethos of, you know, like, uh, inclusiveness. Uh, so that's really important for, for us. We also want to make partnership to, uh, that will help projects that we are helping because we have the community, you know, everything we do is to make sure the community gets like, uh, the created value, uh, that is happening on the avalanche ecosystem, but at the same time, you know, to do a good job, we need to be very close to the project that are seeking, uh, funding and to make sure we can answer their needs. Um, uh, and you know, when you build a crypto project, you have many, many different things, uh, that you need to take care of. You have marketing, development, audit, legal, it's it, like business development and so on. It's like a, it's like a lot. And usually these teams, they are able to manage, uh, some things very, uh, to perfection, but some others, not, not so much. So we try to be able to help and, uh, in all the different areas. Right. And sometimes we need also partners to make sure, um, the help that they get is, is, is efficient and, uh, and well targeted. So, so yeah, we have like, a like a very good partnership coming up in, in, in the coming days. So that's, uh, that's really like the community should, should, uh, should, um, really, yeah. Stay tuned, check our, our, our Twitter on this okay. and, uh, that that's coming shortly. Nice, nice. So guys, you guys have heard it. There's lots of, uh, collaborations coming up you guys have to stay tuned or join their telegram channel i'm going to be dropping the link under the description when they get to listen to this podcast do well to join their telegram channel now before i let you go i get to um have let's say a one minute or a two minutes um question and answer with all my guests and it's totally out of crypto and i would know if you would love to participate in this um yeah sure what is it about exactly i'm not sure i got it um, it's just like a question and answer, a yes or a no kind of thing. It's just like a short one. Nothing really special. Nothing really hard. You don't need to be scared. I can see your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Go, go for it. Okay, guys. Welcome to our 30 seconds question and answer with the CEO of Colony Labs, Ellie. And here we go. So PlayStation or Xbox? Xbox. Do you I'm, play? I'm not a big player. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what, what's your favorite meal? My favorite meal, uh, pizza. Oh, pizza, nice. What's your favorite place to visit? Uh, I'm sorry, the right place to visit? Yeah, your favorite place to visit. What's your favorite place to visit? Mm, India. India? Wow. India is amazing, yeah. Nice. Wow, I never really expected that, to be honest. And <laughs> what's your favorite social app? Uh, social app, uh, Twitter. Okay. And who's the most funniest person in the team? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe me. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, we're putting the CEO of Koei Labs on the hot seat. I can see his face right now. Uh, <laughs> Now, this is the last one. Bitcoin or AVAX? Uh, AVAX. 
Okay, okay. Okay, thank you for answering those questions. And uh, that was really, really fun for me. And just before we let you go, could you please drop your social media handles just in case people want to reach out to you or check out Corley Labs? How can they reach out to you guys? Um. Yeah, sure. So social media uh, handles, I think for Colony, let me check real quick. Um, For Colony is at uh colony lab on twitter so c o l o n y l a b and um myself it's uh eli rest so e l i e r e s t if you guys want to to follow what you what what we're basically building in the space nice nice so you guys have heard it if you guys want to follow colony labs or early do well to check out the social media handles and if you want to follow me on x as well do well to follow me at that's underscore techie boy and also follow the podcast page on x at inside the hive that's our official social media handle for all social medias on instagram on facebook wherever you want to meet us do well to do this and don't forget to give us a like on spotify and also turn on the spot notification. Thank you for coming, speak. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm super bullish on what you guys are building. I hope to see you guys make ground waves in 2024. Thanks for coming. See you next time. Thank you so much for having me. It was a, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Have a great day.